Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and this is Two Broke, Two Broke Watch Snobs, and uh, we're we're jumping into the middle of, of a very very important conversation. But um, whew, okay, sorry, I'm, I'm still a little frazzled. Uh, uh, I do have an announcement to make, Michael. I do have an announcement to make. Do you want to tell the people what episode we're on? I just want to see if you're still counting. Oh my god, dude! I was trying to get past the counting, but now that you brought it up, I, boo! What fucking episode is this? I'm not Cass. gonna let you. Oh, hold on. Uh, five? This is our fifth episode? Sixth. This is our sixth episode. You're close. It's seven. <laughs> it's gotta be. Okay, yeah. I mean, I don't... You know what's funny, dude? I came into this, like, super, like, excited because I'm like, yeah, dude, I have an idea. I have a plan. I'm not going to count the, the number of the episode. And then, like, I started planning and you're like, oh, hey, hey, Cass, let me fuck up your plan. I, yeah, that was totally, that was completely malicious in nature. I'm, let me, I'm so hey Kaz, Kaz, let me trigger your, your violent Asperger's. What fucking <laughs> episode are we on, dude? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please, let's, No, we're let's... on episode seven. That's still, that's still crazy to me. That's still, so when are we going to give away chocolate chip cookies? Episode 10? I'm, I'm waiting for them to get a little more stale. Okay. Oh, you've made them. You've made them. No, made I, them. I've, I've. I received cookies um, <laughs> as a gift for starting this new job here. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. So they'll, they'll, they'll be a little, little more stale. Um, so I do have something to bring up. I have a couple announcements. Uh, the first is that um, I've been listening to all the podcasts. Uh, so just to give people an idea, I know, I know that I sound like an asshole, and then I'm just fucking, just completely out of my mind. But I really think it was all substance-induced, because I was just, I was just drinking black tea like no one's business. And that shit's just like rocket fuel, okay? So, I've made the switch, Michael. I've made the switch. Two? I've made the switch from tea to beer. I am just surrounded, I am ready for this episode, I am surrounded by beer bottles right now. That's good. That's that's kind of the... That's the image I want people to have uh, for, for the two broke watch snobs. I think I've, I don't. I've made, I'm fresh out. I don't have anything right now. I did have a cup of coffee today, but uh, yeah, you, you know, I don't have my cough syrup either. Uh, that's, oh that's man, another fine choice. <laughs> I just realized I've set myself up for like a Twilight Zone episode. I have three bottles of beer around me. I'm wrapped up in a blanket. I'm surrounded and covered in cords because that's the only way that can record because. Michael and I are doing our personal kind of monitor audios on one device, and I'm recording on another device. I'm surrounded by all this equipment. I have three bottles of beer around me, but I did not bring a bottle opener. And cats. And uh, yeah, the girls are running around. I don't know what they're doing. There was there was a there was a lizard outside earlier, and it was just the best day of their fucking lives. So they're just they're just, use, they're just they're just they're just. Is looking there a way to lizard. use a cat a cat as a bottle opener? Can they do that for you? Uh, not without a note from Peter. Crack the little not, jaws open and just. You know? <laughs> not without not not without getting a note from Peter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, I might be able to like 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 craft uh, a bottle opener from like a dearticulated cat joint, like a cat elbow. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can um, use your elbow too, right? Or, or actually, they're probably like a twist, uh, twist top, right? No, Ooh. it's fucking. It's Modelo, so it's just pieces. Nope. It's just. It's just not. It's nothing. I could use my teeth. So at a certain point, uh, listeners, if you already haven't clicked off, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if you have. Uh, if you hear me just, just start screaming bloody screams, it's because I couldn't open my beer with my hands, so I had to use my teeth. Do you um, want to go? Do you want to go get an opener, run, and come back? Oh man, no, I have a spoon. Uh, I have a spoon near me. I can try and use the spoon. <laughs> just, just bite off the top of the bottle, glass and everything. <laughs> glass and everything. <laughs> Um, like, I want to try. I want to try and get the habits of starting these episodes sort of with audio wrist checks every now and then. So I want to. I think that'd be a good opportunity to bring it back because I I completely lost track of what was happening. Sure. Michael, let's let's do an audio wrist check because I am I am all about this right now. What uh, do you want to go first or should I go first? Yeah. So today I'm wearing the. Uh, um, you know, it's a watch that I've uh, tried and let go of before and uh, tried again and. It's the Seiko SRP 777. Um, so cool. The turtle, as they say. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I have a question. I saw a picture of that earlier, and the bezel insert on that, it looks sort of similar to the uh, late 80s, 90s, 7002 you gifted me. Is it the same sort of bezel insert, or are these, or is yours not one of the newer turtles? Is it an older turtle? Because I, in case the listeners don't know, I know nothing about watches. And so. It's, I'm it's not newer, clear on that. It's a newer Seiko, but knowing Seiko, <laughs> it's probably the same insert that they've been using for decades. Um, so okay. I'm sure I'm sure it match probably matches yours exactly. I'm really happy um, <clears throat> that this one doesn't have the issue of the um, the chapter ring alignment. Some of the Seikos have. Yeah, uh, you know, in that price range. I, I've uh, especially with those divers. I've heard that I, I I had the same issue with the watch that I'm wearing, uh, 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 which I'll reveal in a second. Not that there's like suspense around that, but yeah, that I don't know why. I don't know why that's the case, especially with these watches, because both the watches that you and I are wearing, your SRP seven seven seven. That's Prospects, isn't it? That's 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 JDM, right? Yeah, it's JDM. Um, this version that I that I have is uh, the J model. So. Okay. It's the one that has like made in Japan on the dial and the the date wheel is English and Arabic. Oh, um, cool. And some people like to argue that these are of a slightly better quality. I'm I'm not sure I'm subscribing to that camp just yet. Um but it's good. Uh it's kind of like it could be the first and last Seiko you ever have. I think. Right. So is that okay? So okay, SRP seven 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 J is saying that's like the better one. Is that the same type of people that say, "Oh man, whatever the fucking reference model for the monster is, like the J version is better than the K version"? Are those the same people? And is yeah, that same, true? Same thing. So like the the triple seven K is probably what you'll find on Amazon. Um, right. The J's. When I was looking for this one. There weren't really any North American like sellers for a while, so you kind of have to keep an eye out for them. Okay. I just wanted the the quirky date wheel. I really didn't care. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, same people. K versus J. I think K is uh, <laughs> apparently their Malaysia factory. I could be wrong. And okay. J, but I mean Seiko has factories in in several different places, and you know. 
they're all supervised by you know their staff and and the construction is is fine yes yeah. it's not a big yeah, deal my, some, my, pe- some my, people just like the made in japan my little thing. seiko snk that's got it's got made in malaysia on there but i i i love that watch man i put that watch on for the first time in a long time a couple of days ago and i'm like um i absolutely i put it on for that that thanksgiving head copycat challenge thing i absolutely like I forgot how much I love that watch. So like, it just makes you feel like where something is made and whatever marketing is behind touting where something is made really doesn't give a shit. It, it just yeah. doesn't matter. It's just how it feels, man. You know what I'm saying? Great size too. I nice. love that. What is that? 37, 38 or something like yeah, that. I, I know it's not I'm, 40. I'm telling you, dude, I'm, I'm tempted to just get one in every color. <laughs> <laughs> and you would only have to spend like a, what, what? 30, $37 to get all four. Cause they're, uh, they're pretty for no you'd probably if you got all four you'd probably spend between two and three hundred bucks which is not bad for four super reliable watches yeah actually you know? did you see the amazon exclusive edition oh the red one or the blue one or something it's red it's red yeah. i don't know if they make it anymore but i thought that I was pretty know. funny it is pretty cool man um so yeah uh my my wrist i'm wearing my sumo i'm wearing my sbdc 033 sumo the new one with the highly disputed X, the Prospect X on it. I don't know if people yeah. don't like it. I mean, I I don't know. I'm people get really mad about that X, dude. <laughs> and I I don't. So the the turtle has has the X. It's the same thing. Whatever. Yeah. Um, people get really mad about it. And if you oh man, if you put it on the crown, people get pissed. Yeah, I have. What do I have? I have the S on the crown. Okay. This is. I did not intend to talk about this, but you just you just brought this up in my mind. Can we talk about that new Pelagos? The left-handed one. The left-handed sure. one. Can we? What are your opinions on that? So, Tudor, um, every year around this time, October, November, they do. They've kind of been doing what some people call a rogue release, where they just release something for the sake of saying, "Hey, surprise!" You know. Um, right. And I, I kind of feel like this, this new Pelagos was kind of you know shoehorned in there. I don't know much about the watch. Uh, they're trying to sell the whole. They're trying to sell it in two ways, from what I gather from the marketing materials. Um, you can wear it if you're a left-handed person and you prefer to wear your watch on the right hand, um, or uh, they they try to sell some kind of military provenance where like there are some divers that like to wear watches where the crown is on the other side so it's not digging into their wrist um okay so i I don't i don't think it's i don't think there's much substance behind the release it's cool anytime anytime you take a diver from from the rolex family be it like tudor or rolex and you um you know you put some red text on the dial and uh some aged loom it's it's gonna be a hit you know whatever that's what i wanted to talk about i feel like any sort of like if you're a military diver or if you usually wear if you're left-handed and you're wearing it on your right hand for so long this is the watch for you blah 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 i think that's all bullshit for several reasons if i'm in the military and i need a watch i'm buying a fucking g-shock okay yeah like most of them i am yeah, I'm going to buy like a Rangeman or a Mr. G or whatever the fuck that shit is called. I'm not buying like a $4,000 clanky metal bracelet Pelagos. Yeah. 
to go trekking through the jungles with to slice up people. I, I, I have no idea what the military does anymore. The second thing, um, if you've been wearing, if you're left-handed and you've been wearing a watch on your right hand for so long, in all honesty, that's probably normal. Jimi Hendrix yeah. was left-handed, but he played a right-handed guitar upside down. So yep. you can't just give him a left-handed guitar and say, oh no, okay, now it's, no more, now it's more comfortable. It's like, bro, this is just what I fucking know now. I know how to play it this way. I know I'm more comfortable with a, a watch on this hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, people I, get really, really defensive about <clears throat> what wrist you wear your watch on. And I think it's just like, it's utter crap, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you just, you you do what's comfortable. and just, uh, Exactly. Just wear it wherever you want. My big thing is, I think they were really just trying to get the rocks off of a lot of these. And you kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit. I don't know if it's even possible. It's kind of oxymoronic. You sort of graze the nail of the head a little bit um, <laughs> in saying that you just put some red text and some age loom because I was on Instagram when they started doing the reveal and like, it's just like, for those of you who think left or think right and like red text and like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a crazy fucking watch release. And then yeah. I see it's just the fucking left hand Pelagos with some sort of like aged, uh, white, uh, accents or whatever the fuck. And then the red, the red Pelagos, I'm just like, dude, I'm not spending $4,000 on this in the hopes yeah. that maybe one day it will potentially be collective or collectible, which it won't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. These kind of fall slash maybe like early winter releases that Tudor does. Um, sometimes they get it really right. Uh, when they did it last year, I think it was last year. It was the black Bay black. And that was cool. I think. Um, oh, the, um, the, all the, the, the completely blacked out, like black case, black bezel, black dial, no, no, that that was that was Basel World this year, but um, oh, okay, so so just the black bay black with the gold accents. Yeah, exactly. So the, the that thing's first, cool, man. That that thing's yeah. mad cool. And that that was that was interesting because before they released that one, they had um, they released uh, a watch with the same kind of color scheme for, I think the charity is called One Watch Auction. It's like a charity auction, and oh, cool. it was a black bay style diver like all black with the red um red marking at 12 mm -hmm. uh and everybody wanted it but you know there's only one so when they released this one people lost their shit um <laughs> and that was cool but this you know this pelagos i i like i like the pelagos because it kind of i think represents um the most modern iteration of a diver from the family so in the 50s and 60s if you were a serious diver you bought a sub because it worked yep. uh, and it was it was a tool and i think you know these days if if you're a professional diver and you're not wearing a seiko which most of them are um <laughs> you might you might pick up a pelagos because it is uh it's appropriate for the era of uh the the dive watch technology that's out there and the Pelagos, I think, still is full, like chock full of like cool tech, um, from mm. the bracelet to the the all titanium construction. Uh, and when you, I don't know, if you try to like vintageize the watch, uh, it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird. I like the Pelagos because it looks modern. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I kind of feel like they're just trying to turn it into another like vintage style diver. No. Yeah, no, it's 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 the same reason why I can't stand. Well, when I was when I was when I was all up on guitar tech, still when I was 
like a teenager, uh, around that time, those uh, patinaed aged fenders started coming out where they came out of the factory. Yep. Like, you know, when people like rape them with like sandpaper or whatever, I, I don't know how you age things or like you throw acid on them or something like that. But like, as, when I immediately saw those, they were just, it just felt so inauthentic. And so anytime I see a watch that comes out with that, but not overtly calling it out. So I sort of let that inauthentic feeling go with a watch like the Steinhardt Ocean One, which is it's obviously it's obviously mm -hmm. they're not trying to make this dive watch that's super super cool with some like unique uh, to it vintage you know lookings or whatever. Like it's ob obviously this is not a unique. It's it's a giant homage piece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just, it, it just feels inauthentic. I don't know. It bothers the, me. the wrist the wrist shots are cool you know it, it i i understand it it looks awesome um mm -hmm. uh <clears throat> i don't blame tudor for for doing something like that i know zinn makes a lot of watches with the crown on the other side that you know right. people uh people still wear it on the left hand um but um yeah i just i'm not sure there's much substance behind the release and uh so it begs the question that I think two broke watch knobs always have to ask when something like this happens, when a release happens and we're sort of weird about it, what else could you spend $4,000 on and have no hesitations about whatsoever? <laughs> uh, I have the watch actually pulled up. Which watch? What do you think it is? I would probably guess the uh, Black Bay Black on David SW's website for nineteen hundred bucks. Mm. <clears throat> it would actually that... be the S. Uh, so it would be the Seiko Grand Seiko SBGX zero nine three. Oh, <clears throat> the um, and you you would be well below. Uh, so it's the uh, it's a quartz it's a quartz Grand Seiko. The quartz diver. It's it's not a diver. It's it's more of like a classic uh, sort of dress watch Seiko. That's like so it's cool. It's That's... 38, 38 millimeters quartz and really cool. And I think the very, rest in the Black Bay. Very interesting choice. Very interesting choice. How much does that call, uh, uh, watch go for? It's a hair under 2000 I think. God, I, so, I just I just love Grand Seiko so much. I mean, well, we... well below well below whatever that I, I don't what is that Pelagos going for? Um, I think it's like four thousand or thirty five hundred bucks or something like that. No, I think it's more. I think I saw it for some some fucking how. David S W has one. I think he has it for like forty two or forty three or forty six. I, I, I think know. I have the exact pricing in my email. Um, let's see. Four thousand four hundred. Yeah, man. That's we really okay, we, Michael. It's very important that we popularize the hashtag Spring Drive money because that is hardcore <laughs> Spring Drive money. If you ask me, yeah. I could buy I could buy a used SBGA zero one one Snowflake Grand Seiko Snowflake and still have money left over to buy like a Squale fifteen twenty one or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Potentially. Oh, did or, you? Potentially. Did you those uh, those new Squales that we were we were talking about that they had at at wind up long island watch the the one with the it's kind of like um almost glossy baby blue and gray it was like, beautiful uh, it was very beautiful in person 
they're all gone. They're all gone from, from <laughs> every from every dealer. Uh, I, and uh. I was I was looking. I think I was looking Thursday, Friday, uh, mm-hmm. this past week, and over right. the weekend I looked again, and they were all gone. Damn it! Damn you, watch family. You ruin everything, man. As soon as something <laughs> cool happens, or as soon as I, I just get used to something that is really nice, it just gets it just gets fucking ruined. Like I promise you, right now, if I had three thousand bucks and I called up the Seiko uh, 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 boutique in Miami and I asked it to them, "Hey, I'm driving down right now to buy one of those Seiko Presage chronographs," they'd say, "Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Cass, we didn't tell you the watch fan bought all of them and told us to tell you to go fuck yourselves." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they left a note. They left a note just for you. Just for me, it's just like it's just two cas from the watch world. And it's just hashtag, a picture. It's just a pic- watch fam. Hashtag watch fam, and it's just a picture of my anus. My anus, like they <laughs> acquired like a photograph of my anus, and it's on the picture. <laughs> and Joseph Kirk hands that to me, folded on like Seiko letterhead. Like this is like a fucking huge production. I tell me to go fuck myself, guys. Come on. Uh, but yeah, yeah. All in all, I don't know about that that new pelagos um i don't know i feel i feel like people on 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 instagram and the watch community are making like a huge deal about it i know some people are super let down about it um what's the guy's name tutor addict tutor underscore addict oh yeah <clears throat> i think he was let down about it. super cool guy really fun channel um has a lot of tutors as you fucking imagine excuse me <laughs> yes okay so yeah downside michael of switching to beer i am just burping up a fucking storm i'm doing my best to not burp into my my phone my phone microphone right now <clears throat> it happens it happens man but um <clears throat> so yeah you're wearing the turtle i'm wearing my sumo it is a good seiko seiko sunday hashtag seiko sunday um i have been a little too obsessed with instagram uh the second I comment on someone's post, I immediately just refresh my activity, waiting for them to respond back. Like, like a me, because I just assume everyone's like me. Be my you friend. Talk to Be me. Be my friend, please. Like, it's you know what's funny? I really feel like when people follow us on Instagram, they're like my real friends, because every follower we have, bro, we almost have like six hundred right now. I basically remember them, and I remember what watches they post. That's how fucking sad it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember these people's collections. It's ridiculous. Michael, I don't even remember my fucking collection. I forget what watches I have sometimes. <laughs> you know? Fucking, uh... Okay, so yeah, let's get... We're gonna get back on task here. This episode is really, really, really important, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna expand beyond this episode into future discussions and everything like that. Uh, we want to talk about uh, good and bad AD experiences, you know, authorized dealer experiences. This also encompasses anything within a brick and mortar store, like any watch buying experience you've had at an authorized dealer, whether it's in a fucking Winn-Dixie like you in that Seiko place, or whether it's a straight up boutique, like a Nublo boutique, because I'm sure all of our fucking listeners go into Nublo boutiques. Uh, Any type of like experience you've had in person actually talking to someone not like in your underwear eating chips like off your stomach on your phone buying phone experience i mean you have to like be wearing clothing yeah to talked about or seen this watch so i know i have lots and lots of bad ones i have some good ones i know you have you have more good ones than i do i mean i i it it does kind of make me wish that i might be you know a little fair skinned because maybe if i was fair skinned i would have better experiences (laughs) than some of these watch joints you know what i'm saying (laughs) 
Maybe. Hey. May maybe. No, legitimately, maybe, man. Because the second I walk up in there, everyone like locks their shit and puts their hands in their wallets. It's like, man, this is just fucking, dude. I just want to yeah. talk about watches, man. I just want watch friends. I have no watch friends. Yeah, oh, I have. Great. I have two pretty positive experiences. Um, you want to? Do you want to go first? Because I feel like I've been really angry at, at this Tudor Pelagos, and I've just been just talking a long time about it. Keep keep it upbeat, I guess. Keep it, keep, <laughs> yeah. Keep it. I need you. I need you to keep it upbeat, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, at least at least for me, the first um, the first really good experience I think I had uh, was with um, I guess you can call them gray market, um, and it's a uh, <clears throat> it's a company I still work with i still write for uh they're called mm-hmm. gray and sons and oh um, yeah 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 that's right yeah they're um what's interesting about them is that they're in bow harbor and they've they've been around since like 1980 and uh they're they're kind of like the little guy that's been sort of surviving amongst all these giants in the bow harbor area you know it's the same area where you have like a like a Richard Neal boutique or a Panerai boutique, and right, we, we've both been to the area. Um, and for people who don't know, that's Bell Harbor is in like the downtown Miami, like Miami-ish area. Yeah, like North North Miami Beach sort of deal. Yeah, yeah, we're um, North Miami. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> and uh, so, w- the reason I paid them a visit uh, was actually a couple years ago when I got that Smith's uh, W10. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I was, I was calling around. I was trying to find somebody that would actually service the damn thing, <laughs> and I won't say, I won't talk about the dealers I spoke with and and the the companies I tried contacting, but none of them were very receptive to the idea of servicing the watch. A lot of okay. them were just like, you know, why, why do you have this? Like, why are what? you even trying to <laughs> trying to do this? You know. Because at the time when I when I purchased it, I purchased it from somebody that like dealt in military watches, and he was like, "You probably have the only one on the East Coast." Um, because wow. uh, they're mostly all in the UK. Um, but anyways, I um, I found this place just like a Google search, and I I uh, I, I shot them an email, and the uh, yeah the owner actually no, it was the master watchmaker. He was like, "Yeah, just bring it in. We'll take a look at it." And so I went like one weekend and uh, <clears throat> was met by the uh, by the actual owner, which is Keith Gray. And uh, he's a very, very passionate gentleman. <laughs> all caps lock. Uh, all caps lock emails, that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> That's cool, man. And, and he he kind of he met the watch with the same question. He's like, why are you trying to do this? And um <laughs> And so he took the watch out back and uh, gave me a chance to peruse their selection. And it's uh, they have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of um, yeah, a lot, lot of, of cool old stuff. Pateks, uh, subs. You know, their pricing is probably a little bit higher than than what you may um, catch on like Watch Recon and stuff like that. But they they offer a variety of like ancillary services, like uh, you know, like New for Life. I think they call it. You can take the watch in like once every year, and they'll take a look at it and polish it if you want and it's all free um that's awesome but anyways he called me he called me back to like where the watchmakers work because he had this like insane like fascinated look on his face because he put he put the watch in a time graph and he's like he's like this thing is like plus minus like three four seconds it's like it's running like rolex style 
It's not bad um, for an old watch, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was really excited. He's like, yeah, yeah. Like I want to overhaul this thing. And, um, and he did, and he did it for, for a pretty reasonable price. And, um, it was just, it was just really refreshing to find someone that would be willing to take on that kind of challenge. Um, you know, no matter what kind of watch you bring, like this, this is a guy that has, you know, he has like a handful of Patek minute repeaters in his safe, you know, that he sells regularly. Um, you know, I think I, I wrote, I wrote a piece for him on the, on a pair of Patek 3970s that he had and he, you know, he sold them. So Jesus, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty big in what he deals, uh, with. And, uh, it was, it was really cool that he, you know, he invited me back there, you know, see what his watchmakers do and kind of take it for, for about a month or so and, and uh, give me a freshly overhauled British military watch. Yeah. Um, What's super cool about Grandsons is if you're like, if you're like Mike and I, where you'll coordinate, hey, let's just go drive down here and look at all the watch stores and have a watch adventure. If you're those type of people and you're in the South Florida area and you take a watch trip specifically to Bal Harbor, and if you go through all the watch places they have there and you feel like you've seen it all, dude, no. Fucking walk outside, go across the street, Grandsons is right there. Yeah. And you can and go you, and have way more fun in there. If you if you want to know more, I think also um, <clears throat> a blog to watch did a piece on them. So Yes. A blog, they did a blog one of the Yeah, watch yeah, has, that's right. That's right. Yeah. They have like a running series like um, you know, buying watches in philadelphia or buying watches in new york and they have a buying watches in miami and they picked uh they picked grandsons so that's all awesome. pretty pretty cool uh good experience like i said the prices are a little bit on the higher side if you're looking for something used um but here's but the thing. if i have... if i bought a watch from them and i paid a little bit more the big difference between buying a watch from like an online dealer or ebay or or watch recon is like you just said i could bring that watch there every year and they'd basically clean it and take care of it yeah if, if you know once a year that. for for free if, if if you want to do that in addition to that you're also buying the the guarantee of having you know a master watchmaker and this whole group of just fantastic people putting their kind of experience behind the piece as well like i know a lot of people are like weird about buying things in stores versus online but if it was a really really special piece like if you're one of i assume many listeners of ours you can afford a fucking protect minute repeater and you wanted to buy one not online and you live in the south florida area <laughs> it just makes sense yeah you know what i'm saying yeah <clears throat> it's cool you know he's um if you're in miami go go check him out um i guess i guess the other the other experience I have is more, more along the lines of um, the kind of window shopping that you might do when you're when you're oh, walking man. into these kinds yeah. of places. You know, if you know, you we, we were both sixteen and we 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 played guitar <laughs> and shit. And you know the feeling <laughs> of like you know walking into Guitar Center and you really want to like take that Les Paul you know down and just I don't know play Blink One Eighty Two on it. Uh, dude i really i really want to impress everyone in guitar center right now by playing but, adam song on that prs custom 24 i have to impress everyone guys but you I feel, just gotta but you do feel, it you feel weird about it because you know you're not gonna fucking buy the thing of and, course um, right and it's it's in adulthood it's it's the same it's the same <laughs> kind of deal um 
you know, you walk in and you want to try this watch on and both you and the person working there, you know, you both know <laughs> that you're not going to buy anything. And uh, it's it's up to them how how well they treat you. Sometimes not so well, but other times you, you're, you're pleasantly surprised. And I was pleasantly surprised <clears throat> with um, kind of a chain of stores that people generally don't really like. And it's uh, it's Torno. And right. <clears throat> there's a lot of Torno hate. I understand. Um, but maybe maybe it was the location. Maybe it was the people working there. But it was the... Uh, is this the was, this is the one where I was I was there too right is this that one? No no this is a good experience. Oh this is a good experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah Continue we're going to yeah, so th- it'll be a good segue we can we can go from yes. my torno experience to your torno experience. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Continue. Yes. But I'm but this was the one on 57th Street in Madison uh, in New York. Oh right yeah awesome yeah yeah yeah. So I was there for a conference shortly after the Black Bay Black was released. And um, I walked in there and there was just, there was nobody in there. I guess, I guess it was a weekday. People, people were working, I guess. I don't know. I um, got right. in New York. And, but this, this, this location had a really cool selection. They had actually one of the first th- cases you see is a Nomos case when you walk in. Ugh, and I was like, so cool. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I've never seen these in person before. Right. Um, but I but I walked in with with the thought of maybe seeing the new Black Bay Black that everyone was was toting on Instagram, and so I asked the guy, and uh, he's like, "Oh man, that's a that's a really cool watch. Um, you know, we have one. It's in the safe in the back because somebody actually it came in and somebody purchased it right away. Somebody called and and they I guess put their <laughs> credit card down." Everyone um, so, ruins everything. Yeah, so I was kind of, kind of just hanging out. You know, there was there was another, um, another salesperson that was helping me out. You know, I was trying on, you know, a f- couple different Pelagos models and um, you know other tutors. I think they had the North Flag there also that I got to try Ooh, on. Just very, cool. very receptive, very welcoming, and you know they they knew that I wasn't going to buy anything, but you know they they were talking watches with me, and that I didn't I didn't expect to get that at Tourneau, you know, it, it's, right. it all, it all depends on the person. And like, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, after like talking to the manager and stuff, kind of figuring out if they can even show me this watch, they, you know, they took it out of the safe and they were like, you know, here it is. And I got to see it in person and it was like just released. And that's it, so cool, man. <laughs> it was very cool. Very, very nice of them. And not something that I expected at a, I mean, I don't frequent Torno often. Um, but, uh, I was surprised, you know, it was it was very cool to have that kind of experience there. Positive experience. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, you bring up a good point. I I've been to several different tornos, and it really just depends, I think, on several factors: the location, and really who's there. You know what I mean? Because I think Torno suffers from what a lot of not just watch retail places like big box quote unquote retail places, but general retail places, and it's that this is sales. You don't have to have a particular brand of passion for jeans to work at Lucky Brand Jeans or Duluth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just, you just another asshole in a suit trying to sling products so you can go home and spend it on QVC or whatever people spend. I have no idea people spend money on these days, but like that mentality kind of precludes the idea of I'm passionate about this item. So I feel like in the watch world, that's not always the case. It's a roll of the dice when you go into one of these joints. You can get someone that actually 
likes talking about watches. Yeah. They can talk to you forever about the spring drive. Or you get someone to be like, oh, we got a blue watch. You like blue watches? It's like, yeah, dude, I love, I fucking love blue watches. You're the best. You're the best, pal. You know what I mean? So, so like the like the Sam Ash employee. Like the what? <laughs> the Sam Ash employee. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Sam Ash. Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around, unfortunately. Uh, for people that don't know, Sam Ash um, is like a big box music instrument outlet retailer in the States. I don't know if they're anywhere else, but... They're sort of a guitar center, guitar center contender, or not anymore. I have no idea. I, I haven't walked into one of them joints in a long fucking time, dude. Yeah. So, so you just gave two good experiences. Now, how do we do this, Michael? Do I say good things or do I say bad things? Let's talk. About, let's talk about. Let's talk about that time that we were together at. <laughs> okay, so we this is together. one. This is one of my fucking thousands of bad experiences. Uh, and this is involving Torneau as well. In another, what you would think is like a really, uh, you know, bourgeois, really expensive, we don't want to talk with these plebeians who are in Seiko's locations. This was in Bal Harbor, that joint we were just talking about before uh, in like the Miami area. Where the fuck is the Miami? I'd like, so, I'd like to preface this by saying that <clears throat> this was the same day that you and I walked by a Richard Meal boutique. <laughs> I don't think you – you didn't see it. I saw it. The guy was, it. The guy was walking out with his son. He was in sweatpants and like a track jacket and flip-flops with socks on walking out with the Richard meal box. I fucking, I fucking hate, I hate Miami. I'm so happy I left Miami. Fucking so, hate Miami, dude. So if, if appearance, if appearances were the issue and if, <laughs> if how we were dressed was the issue, these fuckers have no excuse, but they have no excuse for this behavior. So the, the, the backstory is I, um, I have a very, very special part, uh, place in my heart for uh, Nomos, for Nomos pieces. I've never seen too many in person, but I love reading about them. I think if you're one of these people who feels like if it's not in-house or if it's not made in some small like squish of German village where all the villagers are constantly killed every year to bring in new villagers so products can't be repeated. If you're one of those people who gets super like the rocks off on that type of providence, but you don't want to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of bucks fucking check out Nomos. It's a German company. You can find fantastic, very, very classy, but very different use pieces online. You can find them, honestly, you can find some of those older tangents for like uh, 35, 37s and below 2000. I know you can find fucking Tetras in that same price. The Tetra is a really classy, I believe it's a square 35 one? or 37, the yeah, square one, yeah, 35 or 37 millimeter square piece super fucking cool uh with the circle or with the square subdial at the six uh for the seconds they're such fucking classy pieces they're not afraid to do their own thing but still within their own design ethics so they're really known for that bauhaus quote unquote uh you know minimalist style but really really fucking cool absolutely love them and they they, they keep putting out new calibration uh, calibers and iterations of new movements that they're doing just specifically all in-house super super fucking cool i get really excited when I hear about I'm still Nomos. still thinking about the club, to be honest. In it's su- it's an ex- an excellent entry point into the brand. The club is a really fun watch. It's got this very simple kind of cream dial, very simple indices, but it has these uh, kind of sort of uh, f- like thick relatively to the case hands, but they're red, and it's a very fun watch. It's a very tasteful size. It's not. Mm-hmm. I have a small penis brightling on my wrist. I'm re- I, I should I should really stop making fun of watches that like people might like that listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like Breitling. I just don't like. I, I'm not really 
I don't I think, like. I think you don't like John Travolta. I don't know if it, I don't. Th- I don't know if it's that you don't like Breitling. I think it's you don't like John. It's Travolta. It's specifically John Travolta. It's speci- in Croatian flight girls who are forced to dress up at these boutique events. Specifically, those things. I have no idea if they're from Croatia or not. The, the, those ladies, they, they probably. I assume everyone that's better looking for than me is from Croatia. Um, so the whole fucking population from Croatia, as far as my brain is concerned. But like, I, I've, I've always had this really, really special place in my heart for Nomos. But the problem is, a brand like that, there's, they don't. I can't fucking walk down to like the Bloomingdale's Nomos AD. Like, there's, there's very few places to actually walk in the joint and and handle these things with my disgusting hands, you know what I'm saying? And so, Torno is an authorized dealer, but the problem is not all locations carry Nomos. And so, uh, I started just looking on their website. Now, Torno, if you're listening, Mr. Mr. Sebastian Torno, I have no idea if that's what his name is, but Mr. Sebastian Torno, if you're fucking listening, <laughs> can you please fix on your website? So people, if I were to say, search, uh, search, you know, store locations for whatever brand. And I type in like Nomos and I say my area code at the time, my area code was in, was in Fort Lauderdale. It will say, Oh, we found Nomos at this store location. That's a fucking lie. Mr. Sebastian Torino, the fourth, that is a fucking lie. The watch is not (laughs) at that location. That's just saying they can order the watch in for you. So if you were a piece of shit like I was and you say, oh, that's fantastic. I just did this search and fucking the Torno in Bell Harbor has has these Nomos pieces. I'm going to go eat a bunch of syrupy pancakes and then touch them with my sticky fingers. Like, I'm fucking pumped. I'm pumped to finally get a chance to see these pieces in person. You know, to finally right. be able to physically indulge this, this, this delight and fascination I've had with the brand. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so... And like, and so Michael, you and I were talking about this, and so we planned a whole trip to go to Bal Harbor, um, you know, for some for some fucking reason. And so uh, I'm super pumped. You know, remember this is a this is like a German value brand, really really cool watches. And we're fucking walking into Bal Harbor where people are wearing, you know, where people are like double fisting two tone Rolexes and eating greasy Five Guys cheeseburgers. Like that's where oh, we're. Do you remember the little kids, the little twin boys that were dressed like Jared Leto? <laughs> Dude, their wardrobes costed <laughs> yes. more than everything we owned. Every single thing that was on our persons did not did not add up to the amount of the cost of the clothing these little shits were wearing. And these these were these were twin little boys that were <laughs> being paraded around by their like supermodel parents. I hate and, my like, just like Gucci head to toe. I mean, <laughs> it was ins- they kind of they kind of looked like the little boy from uh, Big Daddy. yes i know yeah that's so fucking creepy yes yes imagine imagine that kid just like decked out in like louis vuitton and gucci (laughs) eating um, a drip eating a drippy peanut butter and jelly sandwich not really but figuratively it's that if you're the type of person who wants to drape your kid in like thousand dollar wardrobe clothing i mean just bear in mind that more times than not these children are carrying logs of shit in their pants for about half the day until they get back and get changed but it's it's that kind of, that kind of place. Sorry. That continue. kind of place. <laughs> and so there's a Torno in that place, and they, according to the fucking website, Mr. Sebastian Torno, please fix this website. I have the impression that they physically have Nomos there. I'm like, yeah, and I tell Michael, Michael's all for it. And so I remember we went and we fucking go and we're looking at other stores and like I'm trying to like 
organically peruse the mall like oh here's this store and here's this store but at the back of my mind i'm like where the fuck is torneau i need to see these nomos pieces i just need to see i need to know what the tetra fucking looks like on my penis i want to get a penis wrist shot of the nomos tetra and put it on my instagram i didn't instagram at the time but like i was super super into fucking just seeing these watches and so i'm trying to like keep my shit in check you know what I'm saying? Michael, remember we were, like, we were like walking around like, oh, here's this store, this store. I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I got to fucking find this tour now before I yep. lose my goddamn shit. Yep. All right. And so we eventually fucking find it. And I'm like, all right, maintain composure, no garment rending, no weeping. Let's just walk into the store and let's ask them, uh, ask them where they're, where they're no most cases. And so, uh, you know, we walk in and we're greeted by this guy at the door. And uh, in order for me to paint a picture of this guy, I can only assume he grew up with like some sort of giant aluminum back brace because he had the posture of a fucking like greyhound, a perfect sitting up straight backed like gorgeous like Doberman, like just like this perfect posture motherfucker. I'm like, wow, oh, this guy fucking went to posture school because he's standing and wait. This guy's never sat at an office desk in his fucking life. Yep. All right. And so uh, we walk in and he's got this his mustache and he has like this kind of bowl haircutted sort of like gold colored hair, I think. I don't know. And uh, uh, and he goes, he goes, yes, hello, how may I help you? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. You sound like an asshole. This is fantastic. I'm super into this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was just wondering. Um, I saw online that your location carries Nomos. I was just wondering if you could just kind of point me in the direction of uh, those pieces because I just, I just want to check them out. And so... Uh, immediately the guy goes, oh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the, the, this is a you know, nice location. We don't care if uh, we don't care lower end pieces here. We only care nicer, nicer pieces here. That is uh, normal. the lower, the lower end. Uh, he wasn't, the lower, he the wasn't even making brand. eye contact with you. No, he, he wasn't kinda... looking at us. It wasn't, yeah. and so I'm like, and so I'm doing my best to not get offended and to hurt this man because in America there are laws against assaulting strangers, which I really wish wasn't the case, so I could express the way I feel about nine times out of ten with most of my human interactions. Just hitting this motherfucker with my hands, with my weak muscles. I wouldn't hurt him, I just wanted to just express my feelings. And I'm just like, dude, like, you don't have to fucking shit in my Cheerios and, like, be an asswipe about it. Like, okay, and so I'm like, all right, well, uh, we're just gonna look around then. And so Michael and I fucking tried to walk around this place. People, the whole fucking time, listeners at home, the whole fucking time, he followed us like a broken NPC who was past his barrier, just saying the same fucking thing. Oh, we don't, we don't care lower end brands here. We only care high end brands. This is it. We don't care the normal lower end brands. Michael, you fucking remember? He just followed us. I do. Like yep. muttering that, and like, I'm just like, dude, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I, he, the best, the, the best way I can describe it, he's just a broken NPC. He was just a broken, like, computer-generated game character who only had a set few lines of dialogue, and we had broken the registered interactions that he was programmed for, and so all he could say was the last thing he said to us was that Nomos was a lower brand, we only carry higher brands here. Yeah. And that was, like, one of the first brand, inter like, AD interactions I had, and I thought that was how it always was. I thought that's how it was. Uh, so, uh, sir... If you're listening right now, I hope you fucking drown. I hope you fucking <laughs> die. 
I hope you <laughs> slip in the bathroom, crack your skull, and that you live alone and no one finds you. And that you would lock the door and you're in the bathroom so you get to die to the sounds of your fucking Yorkie barking under the door as you bleed to death. Like, I fucking <laughs> hope that's what happens because you had if i wasn't a mission, uh, if i wasn't a mission, uh, emotionally crippled before by my upbringing this did not help this did not help at all yeah it was it was it was a bad time for you I it was a bad fucking time dude because <laughs> i had assumed that's how i would be treated always always that's how i thought it was going to be every time i walked into a watch joint you know yeah you were you were just getting into watches too yeah i was i all i dude all i had at the time was the big zero and the SNK, and I, I might have been wearing the big zero. Maybe that's why he gave us the, the shit shoulder. I don't know, man. I don't remember you know what, what I, mean? I was wearing. I don't know. But um, that was a bad time. But you know what's funny? I've been to Tornos since then, and I've had amazing times. Like, I've, and so it's, I think to your point, I just, it really, it just depends on the person. I don't think location factors into it, regardless of what this dipshit was trying to say to us. I don't think what you look like factors into it. I really just think it's person person by person basis. You know what I'm saying? I think I think some people might judge still <clears throat> based on appearances. Really? Which is which is a big a big flaw um, for salesmen working in this uh, sector. Uh, I, I think people will kind of shit on you for what you're wearing, and uh, they they won't give you the time of the day, yeah, which is man. a huge mistake because you know. Kanye dresses like a homeless person and he can buy that case full of Patek 5990 chronographs that you have over there. Um, but I said, no, sadly, sadly, I do think, I do think that appearance might factor in a bit. So do you have any bad experiences? So you, you did two, you did two good experiences. I have done one fucking apocalyptic experience. Do I talk more or do you want to do bad experience or do I do now another bad experience? Cause I can talk all fucking day about how people shoot on me every time I walk into a goddamn store. I mean, really even, um, I'm trying to think back. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've been, I've been pretty lucky. Um, <clears throat> the only time I can remember was maybe, maybe a mayor's or something where, uh, <laughs> It wasn't my fault, but the uh, the guy he was he was showing me a GMT and he he almost dropped it. <laughs> so oh, fuck him! You know? Oh no! Um, he looked fuck, at me like I was fuck a bad that guy. guy. But, um, yeah, that guy sucked. No, I, I've been pretty lucky, man. I I I think I think we'd like to hear more from from your end. Yeah, maybe <laughs> your bad experiences might might make the listeners feel better. <laughs> you think so? Okay. Well, this is this is um this is a bad experience sort of at a different level. I think this is a bad experience related to something that all watch people really fucking need to watch out for when you walk into a mayor's or when you walk into specifically a boutique that offers financing. Okay? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh so I had a particularly I had a really bad seesaw, good, bad experience. Uh, and the in a mall right by here, there's a mayor's here, and they carry... What the fuck they carry there? They carry Tudor, they carry JLC, they carry Panerai. Um, they're also affiliated, I believe, with the Rolex AD uh, in the building. It's, 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 it's a mayor's. I, I, I don't know if I said that, but it's a, it's a mayor's. You know what's funny, Michael? I remember how in the first few episodes we avoided saying the name mayor's? Yeah. 
Now yeah, we, we don't give a shit. Now he's done. <laughs> Dude, send us your hate mail and we'll throw it up on Instagram. We would love the publicity. Love the publicity for fucking mayors attacking the two broke watch snobs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Fucking welcome to hate mail. So uh, uh, this is when we just moved to Orlando. Uh, my fiance and I were walking around this mall and um, I walk by this mayor's and I see that they have Panerai. And at this point in my life, for some reason, I had this very strange fascination with Panerai. Really weird. Mm -hmm. um, I've since sort of gotten over it, but at the time, I for some reason had this in my brain where, dude, if I just buy a Panerai, everyone will know two things about me when I walk into a room. So it's the three things. Three things about me as soon as I walk into a room. The fact that I'm a watch guy, the fact that I spend a lot of money on this fucking watch, and that I'm self-conscious about the potential small size of my penis. Those three things people will immediately know about me when sure. I fucking walk into a room. What's up? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, that's... There was just something about it where I'm like, dude, that is like the ultimate apex of a luxury purchase, a watch geek purchase, and like a low self-esteem purchase. I fucking need to get, I don't care. I didn't even care what model, Michael. I didn't even know the models at the time. I just felt like I needed a fucking Panerai on my wrist. Ridiculous. We're going to have some, some angry Panerai uh, listeners. <laughs> dude, if people like Panerai, that's awesome. Because if you like it for the right reasons, rock and roll. I liked it for the wrong reasons. I liked it for the wrong reasons. Okay. If you're into Panerai for the design aesthetic, for the really cool sandwich or sausage dials, for the provenance, for the way they finish kind of the unitas or the edit movements, or even the new cool uh, uh, P-caliber in-house movements, if you like Panerai for those reasons, dude, that's awesome. I didn't know any of that stuff back then. I don't I know did, anything I... about Panerai still. I just know sandwich and sausage. <laughs> Sandwich there you and go, sausage. Dude, sa sandwich and sausage. I'm going to work that into the uh, teaser graphic somehow. Somehow I'm going to work that into the teaser graphic. <laughs> sandwich and sausage. And so if, you, uh, if you're if you into Panerai and you hear me say that and you're like, well, I'm going to send Casim a fucking pipe bomb. Like, don't. Because you can like Panerai and that's awesome. I just liked it for the wrong reasons. I bought I, I, I just I bought into the weird Instagram culture. But like I wanted, I wanted to get a Panerai and a bunch of like lion head beads. And I wanted to like go on yachts all the time like all the stupidest reasons i the wanted usual. a panerai yep. the usual dude and so we're walking by this joint and i see they have panerai and i go oh because i'm with my fiance i'm like oh shit babe are you cool if i walk in here and just look mistake number one two broke watch snob trainees mistake number fucking one do not assume you have the inner strength to walk into a place that offers financing just to look that's like walking into a strip club just for a drink. It's like, dude, you're going to get you're gonna a little more than drinking. You're going to be throwing a lot of money on the table. You're going to be looking at a lot of titties. Oh, Michael, we were supposed to talk about male strippers. Michael and I are supposed to talk about male strippers this episode. Maybe we'll get about that later. But that's completely divergent from the point I'm trying to make right now. Yeah. It's never as easy as just going in and, and looking. I would recommend if you think you can walk in and just not do the financing or not get swayed by the financing, what I would do, what I would recommend is walk into a place if someone asks you if you need help or if you'd like to see something, no. Immediately, no. Because if you walk into one of these places and you say, oh yeah, I was just walking through thinking that's a buffer and then repeating it with, I was just walking through and I thought it'd be cool to check out the new left-handed Pelagos or whatever the hell. Uh -huh. they, fucking, they fucking know. They fucking know they have one box checked off on you already. You're not yep. just here to look, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some some of these people are very good. They're, They're hustlers. Good they do. Yep. They're fucking 
hustlers because they know looking leads to touching, touching leads to wearing, wearing leads to love, love leads to financing, financing leads to your fiance leaving you and you living in the streets by yourself with your cats. That's yeah. the fucking logical progression. It's it's yep. salesmanship. You know what I mean? So uh, I'd say, you know, hey, babe, is it cool if we just go in? I want to just look at this piece, you know. And so I walk over to the Panerai area, and I'm looking at these pieces. I don't know what these pieces are, but they're Panerai, and I think they're fucking awesome. You know what I mean? And so this guy walks up to me. He's like, hey, how's it going? Checking out checking out the Pams, huh? Checking out the Pams. I'm like, yeah, you know, just uh, just walking through and thought I would just, you know, uh, take a look at these pieces here. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'd love to take one out of the case for you. Just see how it looks on you. Mistake number two. Him making you think his job is doing you a favor. Not the fucking case. Okay? You are never doing them a favor by being in there and talking watches with them. Despite the story we just told about Torneau, the thing is Michael has the patience of like a Buddhist monk to walk into a place, deal with this, and the experiences that come, that come along with this to walk into a place, <laughs> talk to these people, try a watch on, and not buy anything. If you're a mere mortal like you, uh, like, 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 like me or you listeners at home, you cannot just do it. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Never think you're doing him a favor or her. Never think you're doing him or her a favor. And so uh, I'm like, yeah, I actually I was thinking about checking out the the Pam 111, which is the only model I knew for two reasons. It was the beautiful. cheapest. That it was it was beautiful. It's beautiful. It's the cheapest three hander with a crown guard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I knew about the piece. Pam 112 also cheap, but it's a two hander. Uh, Pam 5 it's a three-hander with the logo on it, but it's a little more expensive. You know what I'm really? saying? Really? I, I, th I thought the 005 was cheaper. I don't know. The prices, so the used prices I've seen online, uh, the 005 is cheaper. I don't know why. I could, okay. I could totally be wrong. I could totally be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's possible it's cheaper. Actually, I, I think you're right. I think it is cheaper because the Pam 111 has the exhibition back. Yes. And the 005 does not. It's solid. So I think you're right. See, that just goes to show you, I don't know anything about the fucking brand. What the hell am I doing walking into this fucking joint, asking fucking this guy that looks like Bon Bon Jovi, John, John Bon Jovi, John, John, wow, John Bon Jovi, about fucking bon, Pam. Bon Tovi. Mr. John. I wanna, it's like, it's like sunny in Philadelphia with Danny DeVito. I want to talk to Mr. Bon John Bovi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm out of beer. I'm I'm not out of beer. I'm surrounded by beer, but I have no bottle opener. I am now in a Twilight Zone episode. Um, and so uh, I I don't know anything about these watches, but I think for some reason they'll make me look better to other watch people, like this guy, like this guy who thinks who who's made me believe I'm doing him a favor now by cursing my wrist by putting the stupid thing on. And so yeah, I'm like, yeah, I was actually wondering if I could see any uh, 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 Pam 111s you have. And it's like, oh man, yeah, you know, we don't carry any of those, but we do have this, uh, I don't know the model number, but it was the eight day titanium, which is basically like the same thing. Oh no, uh, I don't think it was titanium. I think it was just the eight day. It was the eight day, which is just the same thing, but it's the in-house movement. It wasn't the Edda. It it's a crazy, Edda power, crazy power reserve. Eight-day power reserve. So this actually leads to something. Uh, I'm trying to keep track of like things to look out for. So step number one, uh, you're never just looking when you walk into a place of financing. Step number two, you're never doing them a favor. Step number three, um, yes, yeah, step number three, do research before you go into this place because I know some people might disagree with me. I've had conversations with some folks on Instagram who actually work in ADs 
who felt bad for the experience that I had in this joint. But step number, but, but, but you know, rule number three, they will lie to you. They'll lie to you. This guy lied to me. This guy lied to me. Fucking, he stared me in my in my black soulless fucking fucking shark eyes. Very shark eyes. Shark eyes. I can I can do the entire Clint speech from Jaws verbatim. Just I just want I just want listeners to know I love that speech. Um, <laughs> like a doll's eyes. Uh, he looked me dead in my fucking soulless doll shark eyes, uh, and he lied to me. He lied to me. Uh, two things. He said that the Pam, uh, whatever this model was, the eight day model with the in house movement. The difference at a local jeweler to service the in-house movement versus the Pam 111 Unitas or Eta movement would be the same. It's a lie. That's just a fucking, that's just a fucking lie. I can't yeah, walk okay. into a fucking local jeweler with the fucking P3000 fuck has him in the ass model or the fuck it's called and expect to say that pay the same price as if I'd walked in with just a fucking simple modified edit that they do with that really beautiful... Uh, gooseneck bridge that goes across the entire thing. They, they, they modified very well. The, the newer ones are modified very well. It's, it's very, it is very pretty. Uh, with the Côte de Genève on top of it. Um, I, it's not the same fucking price. This guy fucking told me it was. Do, do your fucking research. And the thing is, that was an immediate red flag because I remember, Michael, you fucking told me it's cheaper to service an Edda movement. They're more reliable. They're easier to work with. They're ubiquitous for a reason. Don't automatically equate in-house with with fucking justifying spending way more than you're comfortable with because mm -hmm. it'll you'll think you'll make more watch friends that way yep excuse me so lie number one first red flag but here's the thing i was already ensnared so much into talking with this guy and getting to know this guy and him complimenting me on how well the watch looks on me i believed him I overturned a truth I knew, and I I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe he's, maybe it is the same. I mean, like he, he works here. He must know. No, dude, I've worked in so many places where I don't know shit about shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <clears throat> happens uh, happens to me too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, you know, you don't have to worry about that. I mean, you would want to spend a little bit more for the in-house movement because it's a nicer quality you get the uh the eight day power reserve and this led me to prompting lie number two from this guy i asked him oh well is this thing uh cosc cost certified which is a very dumb question for me to ask michael because that has no bearing on my life whatsoever but if you're spending like six seven eight thousand dollars you'd like to know yeah. You'd like to know. I'd like to know. I don't know what anti-lock brakes are, but I, for some reason, feel better knowing I paid for a car that has them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. Does that make me drive better when I'm drunk? I don't know. I don't know what anti-lock brakes means. It could mean anything. But I know they're there, and I paid for them. You know. And so I asked him, "Is this watch, uh, you know, COSC cost certified?" And uh, I knew the answer. And he goes, "Oh yeah, absolutely. It meets all cost certifications, dude. Lie number fucking two. Anyone listening who hasn't just immediately tuned out for my fucking just ridiculous rant right now, if you handle a watch that has an eight-day fucking power reserve and someone tells you it's cost-certified, they're lying to you. In order to have eight-day power reserve, there are very few steps to this. In order to have eight-day power reserves, you have to have stacked main barrel springs. So basically, the spring that's in the watch movement, you'd have to have those stacked. And an excellent example is anyone who's ever seen that Hublot Ferrari model those bits that look like pistons, 
they very deftly, very, very uh, creatively, very smartly created those to look like pistons. Those are mainspring barrels. Those are That's... little metal barrels that hold, uh, they're like super miniature, like lozenge tins that your grandmother had, or related to the last episode we did that you put orphan teeth into. It's a very tiny little cylinder tin with the, with the spring inside of it. The problem with cost certification, to be within cost certification, you have to meet certain seconds gained to loss per day. The thing is, over eight days, the tension being let out of those stacked mainspring barrels, you won't get that type of time range. You're going to lose more seconds than you normally would, like with my sumo I'm wearing right now, which is cost certified at 55 hours a day, which is uh, 55 hours uh, power reserve, which is still fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you lose more time than you would normally have with a watch like that. He said that I knew it was a lie, and so that's when I started feeling weird. I, but I, for some reason, let that go because I was now in the mindset of. I'm just hanging out with some cool guys. Hey, we're just two, listen, we're just two straight dudes <laughs> talking about our wrist size. You know what I'm saying? So how big is your wrist? How big is your wrist? <laughs> hashtag how, hashtag how big is it? Uh, we need to, we got to start, we got to start branding these hashtags, man. Yeah. Hashtag the desk diving life. Hashtag Seiko Catterday. Hashtag um, fucking uh, how big is it? Yeah. Hashtag spring drive money. And so, so um, you, you, you didn't finance the watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And so I just sort of let it slide. And then now comes the point. Uh, uh, step number rule number four. The second the second they try and break down the monthly payment for you or if they introduce the payment by saying dude you're so in luck we're running a new 60 month financing blah bullshit no interest whatever blah 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 what they're going to do is they're going to roll into saying 60 month no interest financing look at your face gauge your face before you talk immediately bust out their phone or calculator depending on the age of the person i have found weirdly enough Younger dudes mm -hmm. bust out their phones. Older guys will go to the register and bust out a calculator. And they will, on the spot, break down uh, your month-to-month -month cost for the watch. And yeah. so before I had a chance to... Uh, uh, so, and so rule number four, the second they do, they, they do that, just run. If, you are not, if you're not serious about buying the watch, cut him off. Who gives a fuck if you're rude? This guy doesn't like you. This guy just wants you to pay for an overpriced dinner for a girl he doesn't like when he, when he goes home to her. That's, that's, he doesn't like you, all right? Sure. The second he busts out his fucking calculator, if you don't want to hear the price, stop him. Because the second he says the monthly breakdown, you're immediately going to say, oh, I can afford that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter how much the watch is. He could say, and dude, it would be $200 a month. It's like, dude, I can fucking afford that. Dude, that's easy. Two hundred so bucks a month. He I, just, I, I, I just won't Did, eat, or or we'll eat the cats. I keep telling, I keep telling my fiance, babe, let's eat the cats. They're fr it's free beat. It's free meat. They're just walking around. <laughs> so did he hook you? And I think he also didn't he also try to to get Becky to buy something as well. Yes, yes. So if you are there with a spouse, be super careful because then they'll try getting her to buy some shit. Or him to buy some shit. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Because they, they sleazy, hardcore... Sleazy guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, they're, they're hustlers, man. They're not my friends. Michael, I have no friends. You're my friend. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I have no friends. And oh, so boy. this guy tried selling Becky a Panerai also. I don't know what model it was, but it had like a California dial, no crown guard with like a green strap. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. And so, and so Becky's like, oh, that looks really pretty. And the guy's like, yeah, you know, we could do like a really cool like couples thing, you know, with this watch or whatever. And uh, tried selling Becky a watch. Um, and it was just so weird. And so, well, the thing is, he said 200 bucks a month. And I'm just like, oh man, I can, I can super, I can super afford that. And so I look him in the eyes and I'm like, you know what, man, let's do it. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I would love to buy this watch right now. And I look at <laughs> Becky and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, babe, are you cool with that? And she, um, she's very sweet. She is very good at recognizing what will make people happy. And she does her best to never get in the way of that, even right. if that happiness is complete bullshit, and I could die tomorrow still miserable, even though I did that thing that I thought made me happy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so she's like, she's like, if that's what you wanted, that'll make you really happy. And if you think we can afford it, like, then yeah, let's 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 do it. And so oh, I'm dear. like, I'm like, oh uh, yeah, right? I'm like, I'm like, dude, fucking, let's let's, Mr. Mr. Von John Bovey, let's fucking, let's wrap this up, let's do this. And so he's showing me the box, and he's showing me the tool, the screwdriver, the, the screw lugs, and I'm like, yeah, this is, and like, I'm, Mike, this is how stupid I was back then. I was literally imagining what my new life as a Panerai owner would be, my, my new life as a Panerai owner would be like, and I'm like, dude, everything's gonna be better now. Every morning, it's gonna be yogurt parfaits. Every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like Greek figs, the James Bond <laughs> breakfast, I'm fucking, pumped dude and so uh he he had he took my id and he took uh like a debit card or some shit like that to check my credit history now uh at the time i did not have the best credit history and uh, i i knew i knew that i super knew that and so one of his uh one, one of his piece of shit friends goes in the back and this guy's talking to me he's showing me how you work the watch and he's explained to me that i can dive with it which is nothing michael you don't have to talk about and uh, his buddy comes out and like they whisper and they go blah 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 and whisper. And he's like, "Oh hey, here, um, um, I'll be right back. Uh, uh, I had to go check on something in the in the back." And he's like, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And you know, he left and he left me there with the watch, which was ex very trusting of him. Run. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, right, babe, run. She was wearing heels, so that wasn't gonna happen. I'd have to carry her, and I'm not very strong, so. And so he and his buddy are back there, and. Uh, they were back there for about 10 minutes, man. And like, meanwhile, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, this is like really weird. And so the guy comes back and he's like, hey, man, uh, I, you know, really sorry, but uh, our financer didn't approve us opening this line of credit to you for the watch unless you put down like a deposit, like you, you, you put money down. You know what I mean? Thank God. Thank, <laughs> thank God. Thank God for my shitty credit and my student loans. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I can put like some money. I can put like a couple hundred bucks down or whatever. And the guys like, and the guys like, um, like any more? Can you put any more? Can you do like, can you do like a few thousand more? And then, <laughs> I, I know, I know. Uh, the tone of the conversation immediately shifted because it was at this point I was able to smell the reek of desperation. Uh, coming from this disgusting piece of shit's pores. Like, I could just smell how desperate he was to fucking financially cripple me for this stupid fucking cock ring I didn't need. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then he fucking turns to Becky. He doesn't say anything to her, 
but he looks at her and then Becky goes, mm. well, I mean, I have some money in savings. I can probably put like a few hundred dollars towards it. And Michael, it was at that, it was at that point. That's, it was that's like, it's going to crush your heart. Poise, dude, 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 dude post-coitus realization like what the fuck have i been like what have i been into this past 20 minutes i gotta get the hell out of it like i had immediately experienced a fucking personality change and i'm like oh i gotta get the fuck i have got to get out of here that no no dodge the bullet man no like like that was the the sweetness of the gesture immediately made me realize I was making a complete fucking ridiculous decision. I dodged a bullet. And so I, I said to the guy, I'm like, you know what, man? This is not right. I don't want to do this. This isn't for me. We're just going to go. I'm really sorry for wasting your time. I was like, oh, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah I just, I'm just, this is, I'm just going to get out of here. I, I don't want to do this. And I'm, I, I go, babe, we're getting the fuck out of here. I just, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. This is ridiculous. Like, what, what am I doing? You know what I mean? The guy's like, oh, well, here, take my card if you change your mind. I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, whatever. I took his card. Always I took his the card. I have so I, many oh, of yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, people, people don't, unless you want to be treated well, don't take the card, okay? <laughs> if you want to be treated well, take the card. And so I literally, I threw his card out when I got home. I just fucking, I just tore it up into like a, like a million fucking pieces and I threw it out. And, and so I grabbed Peggy's hand and I, and I left and I just apologized to her. I'm like, babe, I'm so sorry for putting you in that place. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have I'm like, like, please don't ever give up money that you save for something like that. For me, that was that was not no reason to ever. And like, I was just so it was an awful, positive experience. I had fun, but dude, like, they almost had me. They yeah. almost fucking had me, dude. What yeah, the fuck gets... am I gonna do with a seven thousand dollar Panerai? It's dangerous, you know, and, and you bring up a good point. You know, don't don't uh, don't walk into these these places if you uh, a don't don't have your research done and and b um, are potentially easily swayed into into those kind of uh, situations. Yeah, do not do it unless un- unless you you know full well what to experience. Ever since then, I I can walk into those places super confident to not like buy into that bullshit. But I mean, it's just, I was, I was, uh, I was, whoa. That was my dog. Yeah, she's not happy about the experience either. Hell no, dude. I was deceived. I was lied to. And they tried taking advantage of my fiance's kindness. No, they'll do whatever they can to sell you a watch. Now, that's not that, that's not me saying never buy from an AD. Walk into an AD if you're serious about buying and if you know full well why you're willing to pay AD prices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. God, that was a long story. I'm sorry that was so long. How long how long was that, dude? Jesus. It's okay. We're we're good. We're we're at an hour and 15 now. I Jesus. Think. Um but that's that's fine. We can we can go on I think the next topic that we were supposed to start with, uh we can kind of make it like a question and answer thing and see what the listeners want to <clears throat> want to write back and that's uh that's do male do male strippers wear watches? Because <laughs> that's what that's what we were talking about before. Yeah, oh, that's right. We were talking. Okay, so if anybody my... if anybody wants to dive deeper into our 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 personal lives and our personal relationship and what Kaz and I talk about just casually, yep. Do male strippers wear watches? Do male that, strippers that's, wear? That's what was happening before I hit the record button. Dude, because we we had like a pre conversation warm up to kind of get our bearings and. We were talking about we were talking about male strippers specifically, and so it's two questions: Do male strippers wear watches? And more, <clears throat> I guess, metaphysical: 
Is it a full dong strip if the stripper is still wearing his watch? You know what I'm saying? Is that a full strip? Because if I so here for example, if I went to a, a, a woman's strip club and I'm 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 making it hail by throwing pennies at the guy and he's stripping and he's completely naked except for his socks, that's not a full you're, strip. You're getting a bad deal. That's you're, a that's not... a bad deal because yeah. uh, in regards to male stripping, props are okay. Cowboy hats and sunglasses. If you're a male stripper and you're buck ass naked and you're wearing a cowboy hat or sunglasses or if you're wearing like 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 biker wrist cuffs, that is still a full strip because your costume is relevant and pertinent to the theme of your strip. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Now, I would be happy. I would be happy for um, <clears throat> the gentleman if he was wearing uh, one of those Hublot uh, Ferrari models. I'd be like, man, good, good for you, dude. I should have been a stripper, man. This is incredible. <laughs> and you can, I mean, you can strap the watch elsewhere. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, you can put that thing elsewhere. You can, you can strap that Hublot anywhere. Oh, you sir. know, you know what, what would be a good, good watch? Uh, maybe if they wore one of those old like World War II bomb timers that you would strap onto your lap. That's a cool accessory. <laughs> Right. Well, see now we're getting we're getting hardcore into like niche like niche stripping. How many people are going to be into that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I would be super into it if like I went to like a watch. Dude, we should open up a watch strip club. Oh my god. We're gonna Dude, be so poor. We should open. No, no. Are you kidding, Michael? This we can't air this episode. They're gonna steal our idea. Fucking Ben Clymer, John Mayer, and Kevin Rose are gonna steal our idea. They're gonna call in fucking Bree Prentice, and they're all gonna make our, our our watch trip club idea, dude. It's the it's the fucking it's the fuck Casim and Mike Four, Bree Prentice, John Mayer, Kevin Rose, and Ben Clymer. No, dude, we gotta start a watch strip club. We'll have a watch. Hold on, my cat's trying to get my attention, sweetheart. I'm I'm trying to tell Michael a million dollar idea. Excuse me. We get a big projection screen. We have like an old, old Asian man take apart sexily and then reassemble sexily a watch movement. Okay. Dude, I would, I would, I'm not, I would, I think I would go to that. I think I would like seriously like plan my night around that. <laughs> yeah, well, we can, we can talk about it more. We can, we maybe, can talk, uh, we can talk about it more. Get, get some, get some feedback from the listeners. See if we, maybe any investors. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, would you not? Okay, Michael, would you, would you, Michael T. Penate, would you not go to a watch strip show if someone spent two and a half hours lovingly servicing a Rolex Daytona? Would you not go to that? So this is this is actually, I guess, looking under the skirt of a Daytona. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Well, is that the only thing that's happening? So it's not actual dancing, right? No, that's weird. I'm not, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to not make it weird, but it is on is, stage. Is, is the watchmaker dancing while he or she is doing this? Um, that is probably difficult. I will allow them to be sexily dressed. So an okay. old Asian man in like ashless chaps with like one of those like navy caps, those like foldy, those foldy thin navy caps that you can like fold and put okay. into your pocket when you have to like run from the enemy. If navy men, if you if you're in the navy and you're up the enemy, please let please please, please let us know. Um, he can be sexily dressed, but I don't want to lose uh, 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 the heritage of what we're doing here. We're servicing watches, but it's sexy. You know, 
You okay. Know what I'm oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm totally on board then. If that's <laughs> he's he's still on stage. We're still playing like old Santana guitar music, like really like yeah. raunchy old Santana music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, dude, I'm don't 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 air this episode, man. I'm not going to publish this episode. <laughs> we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose our. We're gonna lose our idea. The fuck Hathaway and Michael Four are gonna steal our idea. You're gonna see fucking over here in Disney Springs. You're gonna see Brie Pettis's watch strip show. I fucking know it, dude. The second this thing airs, what a guy. <laughs> what a guy, man. It's the him and his haircut. The second this thing airs, it's gonna fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was interesting. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so questions for the audience. Uh, if you're if you're a male stripper, uh, do you wear a watch? What watch I'm, I'm do thinking, you wear? I'm thinking Techno Marine. What did you say? Why. I'm thinking Techno Marine watches or might be stripper watches. Have you seen those? No. Yeah, take a look at them. They might be Here. kind of a male stripper watch. Here, let me. I'll look it up later. I'll, 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 I don't want to take any more of the nice people's time. I'll, I'll look it up later. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's ask ask the audience. Do do male strippers wear watches? Do male strippers wear watches and? If you are enjoying the services of a male stripper, if they leave the watch on, is that a full dong strip? These, yeah. these are the questions that people want to know. So uh, I would appreciate uh, source material uh, uh, perspective, firsthand experience about this question. Uh, in addition to that, how much would you guys pay cover charge to get into a watch strip show? where we get old master watchmakers to service in front of you live nude watch movements into the night like how how much 15 bucks is that too little i have no idea i just i just want the neon sign that says live nudes but it's like a it's like a little watch on the sign it just says it just says it just says the hands flashing around Yes, it just says live gear trains. I'm like, oh shit, dude. Oh man, <laughs> live, live escapements. Oh my god, you guys. I know. I'll, I know what I want to do with my bachelor party, guys. I fucking know what I want to do. Well, Kaz is getting. Uh, Kaz is gonna be getting married soon. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm so gonna be. If anybody wants be to fund this married. venture or uh, or support this, in addition to our trip to the Amazon, uh, just. Email us at tbws.contact.gmail.com. I forgot about our trip. Please don't send us to the Amazon, man. Oh, Jesus. So, so you, know what's, uh, you know what's funny? I haven't, I haven't talked about any positive AD experiences. It's okay. People got, people got both sides, the good, the good and the bad. Maybe, got, I, I guess. I'll talk about it some more later on. This has, we'll, been, we'll this check, has been incredibly long. We'll check back long. with you on, on another episode to see if uh, things have gotten better for you. <laughs> I mean, no, they're not going to. But yeah, we can, we can, we can, we can see what's going on. All right, this has been this has been a weird episode. I hope you didn't lose anyone. If you guys are still there, please answer our questions. Oh, okay, no, more seriously, if you want to share any good or bad AD or boutique or brick and mortar watch buying experiences that you've had, just let us know. Email us. Um, uh, you can hit us up on Instagram, the direct messaging, uh, any really cool stories we get. We'd be super happy to kind of talk to them and give you a shout out on one of the future episodes. Let Definitely. us know because I, I want to know 
if people feel the same things I feel in rooms that you walk into that have watches in them. With fucking Mr. Von John Bovey. Von, Von, fucking, what's, what's his name? Tim. Tim, Mr. Tim, Tim Bon Bovey, John, John Bon Jovi. There it is. Fucking Jesus. <sighs> Let us know. We'd love to hear about it. We have a lot of really, really cool, dedicated listeners already. I hear from you guys all the time. You're always telling me how cool the episodes are when I publish them. Sometimes even before I make the announcements, because what I'll do is I'll publish them the day before, then I'll make an announcement the next day. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been awesome. Definitely hit us up. I would love the opportunity to give some of you guys shout outs. Let us know if you're a male stripper and if you wear a watch and what watch is it. And also let us know about any good or bad experiences you've had in authorized dealers or watch boutiques. Mike, oh, there's the dog again. Michael, is that the end of the episode? My, my dog says so. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start the sign off and then you're going to finish it. Is that cool? Yeah, that's perfect. All right, this is Kaz. This is Mike and uh, we're two great watch snobs. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.